Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Superbook Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Tom Brady is the GOAT, so is Gary Ashton. When it comes to real estate intel, you need to succeed. Go to GaryAshton.com for more information. Superbook Sports wager on the football title tilt coming up this weekend at Superbook Sports. Download the app today and they'll match your first bet up to $1,000. True Math Fitness in the Gulch, 200 by Super Bowl. It is within reach. I have, what, five days to get this done. We are going to make it and we have done so effectively so far thanks to TrueMathFitness.com. And Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet, 2023 model year Fords in stock and available at the dealership right now. So, if you haven't seen the news, Tom Brady was uh retiring last week. I believe it was Thursday when the news broke, Thursday morning early. Now, I think uh I think a lot of people were distracted by the idea that Tom was essentially posting uh what we like to call Richard picks around here because we can't say the uh the proper word for what he was doing on the internet today, even though he did well to cover up his Richard in the photographs, apparently losing a bet to his own Brady brand underwear company. But that's not what has the internet truly abuzz around Tom Brady. What does is his appearance on the Colin Cowherd show. The question that I want to ask you in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch is this about Tom Brady and his current status in 2023. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Buy or sell Tom Brady taking a year off to decompress and prepare for his Fox sports gig. We will get into this discussion. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. Uh, Tom Brady made comments about when this deal will start. For those of you who are unaware quickly, Tom Brady agreed to like an open-ended deal, a 10-year, $375 million deal to go and work for Fox, Fox Sports, and be a Fox brand ambassador after, at whatever point, his NFL uh, uh, his NFL career concluded and he was ready to move on to his next phase. So he's talking about when he is going to be ready to move on to his next phase. We'll let you hear that shortly, right after I remind you that Two Rivers Ford is who makes your car buying process fast, easy, and fun. Not only that, their service department is exceptional. I just scheduled my first service uh, uh, appointment for my 2022 Ford Explorer with Two Rivers Ford this morning. And I always enjoy the experience when I go out to have my vehicles worked on. I'm a Two Rivers Ford customer. I could not speak more highly of the experience as so many other people across 40 years have done so as well. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So looking at the circumstance 
for Tom in 2023. Well, if he's retired, uh, there was honestly a discussion as to whether he would take over for Greg Olson for the Super Bowl. Think about that, because that is the job that Tom Brady is ultimately here to do with Fox Sports. So he's on the Colin Cowherd Show today talking about his future, and this is what the greatest of all time had to say. Is there a thought in your head that, man, I gave a lot. I need to exhale. I, I got to give this thing some space here. Is, is that like time? I'm, I'm talking 15 months. I'm talking 18 months. Yeah. I think for me, absolutely. And even, you know, decompression is important. You know, you're on this kind of really crazy treadmill slash hamster wheel for a long time, loving the moment, loving the journey at the same time, you know, there's a, there's a, a, it's a daily fight. You know, you wake up every day, just like you do. And I have appreciation for so many people that are so committed every day to showing up, to put their max effort into their life and their career. And I think for me, I want to be great at what I do. And even, you know, talking even last week with the people at Fox Sports, you know, and, and the leadership there allowing me to start, you know, my Fox opportunity in, in the fall of 2024 is something that's great for me. So take some time to really learn, become great at what I want to do, become great at, um, you know, thinking about the opportunity and making sure I don't rush into anything. And I, I, I think when people really bet on me, I think one thing about my career, whether I was when I was drafted by the Patriots or signing for agency with the Bucks, I wanted to be you know, fully committed. And I, I never wanted to let people down. I think my biggest motivator was that. So, you know, even in the future, I want to be great at what I do. And that always takes some time and strategizing and, and learning and growing and evolving. And I have so many people to rely on that um, can support me in that growth too. So it's going to be a good, great opportunity for me to take some time to really uh, certainly become at my Fox broadcasting job, which I'm really looking forward to, but also catching up on other parts of my life that uh, need some, need some time and energy. So that's Tom Brady talking about the idea that he's not going to start his Fox gig until next season. That opens up the door for Tom Brady to return literally at any point, if he so desires, in 2023. Here's the deal, okay? He's earned, he truly has earned the right to do this however he wants to. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Tom Brady is somebody who has far more control over his situation than the average professional athlete does. Forgive me. I got a little tickle in my throat. <coughs> but um, looking, at the, uh, looking at the situation for Tom, that's just going to keep the rumors about Tom to the Raiders, Tom to the Niners, Tom to the Titans going all year long if something was to happen. Or really any NFL team that experiences an injury in 2023 at the quarterback position. I think, well, I'll tell you what I think here in just a second, right after I remind you that primetime is presented by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX Advantage. GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. It is also where you go for the Intel edge you need to succeed. So trust the team that your favorite teams trust at GaryAshton.com. So, are you buying or selling Tom Brady's retirement? I am selling Tom Brady's retirement as soon as I heard that clip today. If he doesn't stop, if he doesn't start with Fox Sports this season, he has no obligation to complete a season with them, which means that he can gronk this thing, take a year off, or take however long off that he needs, come back, and as an unrestricted free agent, 
return for any team in any situation that he desires. Uh, looking at uh, Puka says there are big concerns about Tua and should he play? Miami was the place that Tom was trying to get to in the first place, right? He orchestrated that whole coup at uh, with Sean Payton. That's how the Sean Payton year at Fox came to be because they were trying to find ways to get to Miami. got blown up because of the lawsuit with Brian Flores, who I saw became the Vikings defensive coordinator today. Um, so I would sell Tom Brady's retirement by any stretch of the imagination. I just, until he physically files his retirement paperwork with the NFLPA, that dude is probably playing football at some point next season. Um, Zach Bushman says selling. Karen O'Keefe says buying. Eric Alonzo says sell, but not to the Titans. I, I agree. I mean, I think it's, I think it's one of the least likely situations for Tom Brady at this point. But again, as long as he's out there, he's going to be a part of the discussion at this point. All right, let's talk about Sean Payton, whose introductory press conference was today. Of course, the Broncos went through the whole hiring process, tried to hire D'Amico Ryans twice, reportedly, landed on Sean Payton, had to give up two picks. Basically, with the way that it worked out, the Broncos traded Bradley Chubb, who went to the Dolphins, and they got a pick back, for Sean Payton because that pick was then sent to uh, the New Orleans Saints this year. So looking at the Sean Payton-Russell Wilson relationship, do you think it's doomed from the start? Because the comments today were very, shall we say, abrasive. And that's not something that Russell Wilson has had to put up with in quite some time. So is Sean Payton and Russell Wilson's relationship doomed from the jump? You'll hear from Sean Payton here in just a second, right after I remind you that Superbook Sports is where you should wager on the big game this coming weekend. You will have so much fun when you wager with the Superbook Sports app. They feature the best menu of prop bets in the business. Plus, you can check out their special odds boost and promotions at Superbook.com. With over three decades of odds-making experience in Las Vegas, there's no better place to wager than Superbook Sports. So win some money as one lucky team wins the championship. Download the Superbook Sports app today. Go to Superbook.com for terms and conditions. Gambling problem. Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. So, Sean Payton, not in his big press conference, but in a sidebar with local reporters, was talking about a certain circumstance with Russell Wilson that will not be allowed to continue past this point. On the 30 second coach, uh, Russell Wilson had a, a personal coach, Jake Heaps, in the building with access who wasn't on the staff. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that. Are, how do you feel about um, players having their own people off the staff in the building access to players? Yeah, that's foreign to me. That That's not going to take place here. I mean, I, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with it, but our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that'll be it. Coach Sean, our staff will be here, our players will be here, and that, that'll be it. Now, Sean Payton makes the rules this way. That's why you hire the guy. That's why you trade the assets. That's why you pay him $20 million a year. Um, this was a sticking point with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick, one of many towards the end of Tom's career. Alex Guerrero, right, the doctor who's not really the doctor, but he's uh, really tied into the business interests of TB12, and Tom Brady trusts him. Very, very much. A lot of these guys at a certain level have personal coaches that they rely upon, whether it be for physical 
uh, training, mental training. And, you know, if you want your guys around, then if you have the star power to do so, you might advocate for that a little harder. Russell Wilson is no longer in a position where he gets benefit of the doubt based on performance last year or lack thereof. Russell Wilson has a lot to prove to Sean Payton, the Broncos organization, the Broncos fan base, and everything else. That is how this thing will go down um, for Russell Wilson, and and we'll see how it gets fractured. Is it doomed from the start? No, I don't think so. Because I think, you know, you've heard teammates, past teammates, complain about Russell Wilson before, and I'm talking about with the Seahawks, right? How he basically was not, not as much for the locker room or the team atmosphere as he was for himself and the best interest of Russell Wilson. There's been reporting around this, right? And so I think with Sean Payton, you have the perfect symbiotic relationship with Drew Brees. Russell Wilson is in the place where for the first time, he and everybody around him, everybody watching, everybody paying attention to the situation, acknowledge that Russell Wilson needs a lot more help than I think we thought he might coming into last season. So I don't think it's going to be anything too deep. I think that it is going to be something worth monitoring because, you know, with that kind of money, with that kind of expectations, comes a ton of scrutiny, especially with both Sean Payton and Russell Wilson making a tremendous amount. All right, let's do the rising and falling candidate of the week. Whose stock rose? Whose stock fell this weekend in sports? We will talk about it together right after I remind you that the primetime show is made possible by TrueMav Fitness. 200 by Super Bowl, I'm going to make it because TrueMav Fitness has helped me achieve, put me in position to be within striking distance this week. 204.2 is what we got down to from 248. We're cooking. I can do 4.2 pounds in a week because I will go to my TrueMav Fitness classes this week. They're boot camp style classes. I love to go in the morning. You can go throughout the day. They have personal training if you want to set that up with one of their fantastic coaches. They also have an open gym, so you can work out at your convenience. TrueMavFitness.com is where you go for your first workout free and to explore any number of their great membership offerings. So, whose stock rose, whose stock fell in sports this weekend? Um, Dirk Money Swag Fly says, I have a good feeling that the Tennessee Titans are going to get Aaron Rodgers. You shouldn't. That's dumb. I think that is going to be a nightmare scenario, respectfully. I don't think that you're dumb, Dirk. I think the idea is dumb. I think that $60 million for a team that's already $26 million over the cap that went up by 16 point, uh, 16 point something this offseason is crazy. I think that giving up additional draft capital for a player uh, and a franchise that needs so much work, not just in frontline starters, but also in terms of depth, is even more dumb. So I would say to you that that idea is falling very, very rapidly. Stock down on the idea that Aaron Rodgers may soon be a Tennessee Titan. Um, Indy, uh, Indiana University says, rising if Buck survived the hangover. I, you know, I felt great. I felt great on Sunday. I was, I, you're, you're correct, Puka. I was heavily intoxicated all day Saturday. Indiana knocked off the number one team in the country. I did a victory lap. Um, and many, many more victory laps that involved tequila seltzers that probably would have been regrettable under most circumstances, but not on Saturday because I was living my best life. Ryan Fields, Joe Mixon, his stock fell, as did John Morant and his entourage after the Pacers game. So I haven't read this 
I haven't read this Bob Kravitz report about something to do with Ja and a, uh, you know, a group of, let's call them associates, for lack of a better term, and, and maybe some harassment that was going on or alleged harassment that was going on with employees of the Pacers. I, I believe it was a, a home game at FedEx Forum. So somebody with the Pacers traveling party uh, catching some hell from John and a group. I, I don't know the details on it. I'll have to uh, I'll have to get myself informed before radio show tomorrow because I know it was a topic this weekend. Um, so we'll see what happens with John Moran. I uh, I wish that I had more information than I presently do. But I would say TSU is rising this weekend. The TSU marching band won a Grammy. They become the second HBCU just in Nashville to win a Grammy for their album that they put out. Uh, They are always exceptional performers. Congratulations to TSU. TSU is rising not just because their band is always top-notch, the aristocrats, they call them, but also because TSU is continuing to get massive benefit from exposure by having Eddie George as its head coach. He was interviewed, Eddie was, by Shannon Sharp. The podcast, I believe, is called Club Shay Shay. Um, and listen, I'm always down for Uncle Shay Shay. Uh, uh, Shannon Sharp is one of the most um, underrated finds in recent years in sports media, I think, which is crazy because he got fired from that CBS like studio show gig that they got Nate Burleson doing now. Um, Nate, by the way, great job. And also, uh, I love the idea that Nate's doing well because we are represented by the same people. And what's good for him is good for all of us. But I would say that uh, having Eddie George be able to do things like Shannon Sharp's podcast, which does have a big following and has great guests, um, has benefited TSU as well. I dream about him a lot, actually. Wow. And in the dream is like we're out at the practice field. I can hear his laugh. So distinct. He has a distinct laugh. And he's laughing and he's joking with me. And I, and I say to him, man, see, you're not dead. And I wake up. And I'm like, damn, you know, he's physically gone. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a way, it, his way of telling me that I'm not. Right. I'm on the other side. It's a different phase of life, but I'm not. Um, watching him uh, become, you know, uh, the player that he became to be yeah. was awesome. Alcorn to MVP, leading the team to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but in his dark moments, though, Shannon, like – it was some tough times when yeah. the fans booed him. Yes. When he couldn't throw a five-yard out with confidence. When he wasn't Air McNair, you know, he was a manager. And he, and he was selfless in the point where he didn't say much. He knew his role. But once he committed to his craft and dedicated to being uh, 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 the quarterback that he wanted to be, he was awesome. And I watched him go from, you know, not being able to throw a five-yard out to being masterful, calling plays within the play you know, on the football field, going five wides and checking the plays, you know, manipulating the defense with his eyes and safety. I mean, all that stuff. It was awesome to watch that. To watch him go from that to MVP was was awesome, man. So that's Eddie George talking about Steve McNair and that Steve comes to Eddie in his sleep uh, via dreams. You know, I um, I find that fascinating. I don't know enough about the science around dreaming i would be very curious to read more about the subject the things that influence it the things that impact it as far as you know your day-to-day why people some people have more vivid dreams why people dream 
uh, often, but sometimes don't remember their dreams or don't remember at all. Just the idea that they know that they were dreaming. I think, you know, if you're somebody who's spiritual, not necessarily religious, or although it can be that too, if you're spiritual, I think that you are more predisposed to having experiences like that in your life. And it's something that I'm fascinated by just because, I mean, that's legitimately like it's haunting, but in a good way, right? Because it's clear that they had a special relationship, Eddie and Steve. And why shouldn't they at the time that they came up, at the time that this franchise landed here, um, the way that things ended for Steve McNair in tragic fashion that, you know, had a lot of controversy and scandal around it, obviously, that ultimately led to his untimely death, as well as the, uh, the death of the woman that he was seeing at the time. Um, you look at a situation where uh, Mr. Jones says DMT. No, I'm not doing DMT to have, uh, you know, Steve McNair come to me and my Steve McNair appear in my dreams. I feel like there's a a less uh, a less abrasive and also more legal way to go about those things, perhaps. But I think that the, uh, I do think it is a, a fascinating situation. Puka says McNair did have a fun laugh, but also a serious side. Uh, and I think Eddie did well to kind of, I think Eddie did well to kind of summarize that, right, with the way that he described Steve McNair and and obviously the nature of what Eddie saw as Steve was going through the process of, you know, getting booed by Titans fans for reasons that are problematic and Neil O'Donnell at, at the time being uh, thought of as a superior option than going on to win co-MVP with Peyton Manning. Uh, taking this franchise to the Super Bowl and almost winning it one yard short. So many different things uh, to go around this, uh, you know, story and this legend that obviously those two will forever be connected to this city because of. All right. It's going to do it for us tonight on the Primetime Show. A good one as always. Thank you to you. Thank you to producer Robert for making it all happen. We appreciate you spending your time here with us. Radio show tomorrow on 104.5 The Zone. I have some fascinating numbers for you on the offensive, on the differences between the offensive line for the Chiefs and the Eagles and how it is that these two teams got here with one of the most important position groups telling two very different stories on the same side of things. And I'll, there's a Titans connection that we're going to work in today. If you missed any of the radio show, radio show today, Dennis Kelly was great. So was Mike Keith. Go check that out. We're going to do the install early this week since Greg Cosell uh, is flying to Super Bowl on Wednesday. So that'll be done for you and in your podcast feeds tomorrow. Keep an eye out for that. Then I'll talk to you on the radio show at 10. I will see you right back here tomorrow evening on A to Z Sports Primetime. Well, are you surprised to hear that? <laughs> Certainly not. The first year we took it to the limit. And I was in Miami with my new beach house. Well, it was a couple minutes from the beach. It's been 20 years since then. We haven't been too strong in the last few years. Oh, we've been strong. We're just playing by the rules. You can't have a newcomer come in and steal a show.